Howdy! On today's episode of the Better Living for Texans podcast, we're switching it up, um, actually all month, to bring you a series discussing eating around the holidays. Today we start with, what can I do to have a stress-free Thanksgiving? for joining us. Now, I know usually we kind of have this little conversation to start off with and we get to an interview, but this month we're doing something a little bit different, like I just mentioned. Uh, We are going to actually be having our uh, projects program or project specialist. Which one are you, Hannah? Project specialist. (laughs) Project specialist. Our project specialist for Better Living for Texans, Hannah Moore. She's been on the show a couple times um, discussing various things from like farmer's markets to purchasing SNAP or purchasing food online using your SNAP benefits. And now she's joining us for this entire month as we're going to talk about um, kind of holiday eating methods, kind of things to keep in mind. So obviously November is the big, the big holiday is Thanksgiving, obviously. And then Christmas, you know, comes in December. But really, I feel like these last two months, it's, I mean, especially when you get into January and you kind of like look back, it's like, that was an entire blur (laughs) and then add COVID on top of it. And it's just, everything's been an entire blur. And I mean, I know that we've like talked about this on the show sometimes of um, just how, you know, our routines may have gotten a little out of whack this year because of COVID, whether we're working from home, whether our kids are doing school from home, whether, you know, we weren't able to be as physically active as we like uh, going to a gym or, you know, so, so things can kind of, this is, this is a strange year. Um, and so obviously the holidays are going to look different, whether your travel plans have been altered, where they're usually, you know, used to these big gatherings, things are going to look different. And so as we kind of prep for the holidays, you know, just because maybe you've always done something the same way, and we're not telling you to change any family traditions <laughs> by any means, but this will maybe kind of give you some ideas and we can help talk through some, uh, like I said, some new concepts of making your holidays a little bit healthier. So, so Hannah, thank you again so much for coming on. So we want to preview kind of what the month's going to look like. So there's four Wednesdays, obviously our podcasts come out on Wednesdays and there's four mm-hmm. Wednesdays um, in the month of November. And today we're going to talk about, um, Hannah's really going to dive into this stress, this idea of kind of like a stress-free Thanksgiving. And again, I know the holidays and stress <laughs> go hand in hand sometimes. (laughs) So it may seem like an oxymoron, but I know Hannah's got some really great ideas and um, some recommendations and thoughts to share. And then next week, we'll talk about mindful eating. Um, I know you can't resist a good snack bowl, Mm -hmm. you know, at a a get together, (laughs) or maybe too, obviously there's the Thanksgiving. So the actual Thursday, the big turkey day, but you know, maybe you have like a, you know, socially distanced, um, Friendsgiving with maybe one friend group or another friend group. <laughs> and next thing you know, you've had four, you know, Thanksgiving dinners in like a week. I'm just, you know, how we're going to talk about mindful eating and some practices to keep in mind to make sure that you're making healthy choices when it comes to not only what we're eating, but how much we're eating and making sure that we can help kind of regulate that with, you know, proper exercise and proper diet and such. Um, and then we'll talk about kind of swapping rich foods for maybe some more healthier alternatives. And again, we're not going to tell you to change any traditions in your family, but just some things to keep in mind. Um, 
as you know, the holidays do present kind of a, a lot of rich, heavy foods that, you know, sometimes are really good, but maybe not really good for us. So we'll talk about that as well. And then we'll end talking about um, our last Wednesday of the month, which is actually the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. And we'll talk about kind of um, leftover and leftover um, practices and food safety. So whenever you heat up the big old turkey and then you put it in the fridge and take it out for leftovers, making sure you're doing that along with all the other food that you're like properly reheating and heating up again. Little things like that, when you're cutting up meats and stuff, making sure that we're doing that safe. Uh, because obviously right now we're really on the lookout for making sure we're washing our hands, sanitizing all these spaces because of COVID. And obviously when it comes to preparing food in, um, in a healthy manner, that food safety um, is no exception. So we've got you covered on a lot of stuff this month coming up and I'm really looking forward to it. So Hannah, I'll go ahead and turn it over to you and let's, um, let's talk about kind of a, a stress-free Thanksgiving well, you said it really well, Emily. It's been a weird, crazy year. And so um, there might be some stress felt by everyone when they start thinking about planning for these um, big holidays. And, um, you know, there's, you know, lots of people have lost jobs or gotten sick over the last couple of months or maybe lost loved ones. And so you know, just taking a breather and um, maybe taking things a little easy is is a good way to go. Of course, like you said, Emily, um, some traditions just can't be, you know, not done. So um, I think everyone has those favorite foods that they just, they have to have on Thanksgiving or, you know, they got to go play that football with, you know, the neighbor or whatever it might be. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. But so, you know, one, you know, simple way to kind of take things down a notch is by just maybe taking a look at the Thanksgiving menu and thinking, do I need to make all the, you know, all the traditional uh, sides and, you know, appetizer desserts that come with it, you know, that, that traditional Thanksgiving. So you might think right. like maybe, you know, maybe, you know, the turkey's kind of the, the center of the table and, you know, you don't have to change that, but, you know, maybe you do, maybe you, instead of getting a whole bird, you just get like the, a turkey breast or something like that. Keep it, you know, a little more simple, but then mm -hmm. maybe you talk to your family and say, do we need to have this, 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 and this, or what are our two, maybe three side dishes that are our favorites that we can just, just do those this year. <laughs> And maybe like, what's the one dessert instead of, you know, baking four different kinds of pie plus ice cream, maybe you just do that traditional pumpkin pie or, or pecan pie or something like that. So, you know, that might be one way to just kind of reevaluate the menu, take things down a notch, just focus on the main, you know, protein, maybe turkey, or maybe you go with ham or whatever, and then just two maybe three other recipes that you want to add with it. And then this is a great time, of course, to get your, your family not only to talk about what those, those favorite dishes are, but also say, now who's helping? <laughs> who's making this green bean casserole or the mashed potatoes or whatever it might be? So that's certainly one way to, um, you know, take things a little bit easier and turn things down a notch. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that too, because we were talking about how, um, 
you know, and kind of that introduction that, you know, you're, you're actually Thanksgiving plans uh, may be different. And if you're used to having like a really big family get together and you have to have a kind of a more small modified version this year because of, you know, just, you know, the CDC recommendations of less than 10 people in a gathering, especially right. indoors when it's going to be cold. So we're going to, you know, most likely be indoors. Um, and you may start making those same family <laughs> recipes. And then the next thing, you know, you sit down, there's six people at the table instead of like yeah. 26 and you're like, I made so much food, right. you know? So I think that, yeah, this, I mean, a kind of, you know, spin zone and look at it in a different way. Uh, this may be a really good opportunity to kind of do reassess or maybe kind of self audit some of your practices um, to realize, I mean, or maybe just within your own family realizing like, well, I've always had, you know, green bean casserole. Cause that's how my like mom's mm-hmm. done it. And that's how her mom did it. Yeah. But actually like, I really don't like green bean casserole <laughs> neither do my family. <laughs> so yeah. why am I still making it when no one eats it? You know? <laughs> right. It's so true. <laughs> I like that. That's a really good, yeah. Symbolizing it, symbolizing the recipe. What else do you got for us, Hannah? Well, you know, planning ahead, of course, whether it is, whether you do go with a more simple menu or you do like the whole, you know, go all out kind of Thanksgiving, simply planning ahead um, can make a big difference. And that's, you know, that's kind of a a motto you could have for your whole life, you know, obviously having a plan (laughs) in the long run. But something that really helps is just, um, you know, writing down what you'll have, you know, your menu, what groceries you need to get. So you only need to go to the store once to get everything. And then think about, you know, what can you make before, you know, actual, like before the actual Thanksgiving day? What can you make ahead of time and then just refrigerate and maybe put in the oven on Thanksgiving day? So, gotcha. you know, you might... Um, something I always remember my mom doing is she would make the dinner rolls, uh, sometimes, you know, a whole week beforehand, um, she'd cut them up into the roll shape and then just freeze them. And then all she had to do on Thanksgiving was let them rise and bake them. So that's, you know, one way you can kind of reduce the amount of work you're doing on the actual Thanksgiving day. And same with like, if you have any recipes, and hopefully you do, that need vegetables and um, fruit chopped up. You can certainly chop up those fruits and vegetables a day or two ahead of time and just put them in the freezer or the fridge. Um, and then on the day of, you just mix it into that you know, casserole or salad or whatever it is you're making. And it's you know, nice and easy. And it just reduces some of that work you have to do on the actual Thanksgiving day. So making a like plan, that, yeah. creating a schedule, I mean, that definitely helps kind of reduce some of that stress. And then also getting your family to help out. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think maybe also too, um, when I was growing up in my family, or I mean, for the most part, it was like the moms and like the dads would help, you know, it's like the moms would actually do all the cooking and the dads would like clean all the dishes. (laughs) So it's like nice, like (laughs) teamwork. But the older that like my brother and I got, then my mom would designate tasks and it was like and they were very age appropriate so yeah obviously like okay I'm seven you know give her the knife and cut the food like that didn't happen <laughs> it was right. things that, like you know I could start doing like start by like you know um mixing you know up the 
um, the stuffing recipe or something like that, and then helping kind of pour it out into the pan. And so I think finding like age appropriate tasks to get everyone involved, Mm -hmm. A, makes the the work go quicker. So that's always kind of a plus. Um, -hmm. And doesn't like designate all the cooking and everything onto one person, which is definitely stressful. Um, but it really kind of gets people involved in the process. And I think even from a younger age, um, kids can kind of see, um, you know, the process of how that food's being made and maybe make them curious to, you know, help get in the kitchen and do um, be a part of more kind of cooking experiences, not even on Thanksgiving Day. So um, I think that's a really great idea. Yeah. And what I mean, Thanksgiving is definitely a family holiday. And so what a great way to like yeah. make some memories and and just, you know spend time with your, your family or, you know, friends, whoever it is that you, you have over. So right, absolutely. Right. Um, but yeah, um, the last thing that I, I thought might help when you're thinking about a simple and stress-free Thanksgiving, um, is just remembering some of those food safety tips because right. nothing makes you more stressed than catching a foodborne illness. I mean, there's probably, are, there are other things that make you stress. <laughs> But, you know, you don't want to make yourself sick or your family sick, especially, um, you know, during this time where if you can avoid going to the doctor's office, you know, of course, that's better. But just doing those simple things, like you mentioned, you know, cleaning, you know, your hands, surfaces, making sure food's cooked all the way, not mixing fresh produce with raw meats and stuff like that. And then also just making sure your food gets in the refrigerator or freezer um, in a timely manner to, you know, make sure that you're not catching any of those bugs or um, consuming any of that bacteria that might grow. So that certainly can help cool. reduce some of that stress. I like that. So these are like three, and, and obviously we'll kind of, as we get onto that episode specifically about kind of like food safety and leftovers, we'll mm-hmm. dive into a little more detail. Um, but sure. I think there's like, you know, the big three we've kind of covered are like, um, you know, planning a menu, maybe a slimmer menu, not slim isn't like slim, but just a smaller menu <laughs> yeah. than maybe what you're used to. Planning ahead, maybe getting everyone involved who is able to help and food safety. I think, and I think you really hit the nail on the head too with, there's a lot of just, I think, stress right now of um, preventing illness because of this, you know, ongoing pandemic that is not slowing down, um, especially yeah. as we go into the holiday season, colder temperatures and such. So just doing these kind of things, we can't, you know, we can't control COVID obviously and how, you know, it circulates to us, but we can control, you know, practicing healthy food safety, kind of those practices internally to make sure that we're doing our best to not get sick. So, um, so yeah, these are all three great recommendations. And um, if you actually um, subscribe or like get the (laughs) BLT newsletter, then this is actually what Hannah is talking about in our actual November 2020 newsletter. So Hannah, tell us a little bit more about the newsletter um, because people may not know that we actually have a newsletter. (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about that, where they can find it and um, kind of what to expect on our newsletter each month. Yeah, so like you mentioned, um, everything um, I talked about today is on the newsletter um, for November. And the best way to get a hold of that is to just reach out to your BLT county agent. And if there's not a BLT agent in your county, um, the FCH, Family Consumer Health Agent, can certainly get you a a BLT newsletter. Um, And usually it has stuff about the 
what's going on locally too. So if you, if you want to kind of get these, you know, usually the newsletter is just a, an interesting topic that has something to do with, you know, the season, for instance, you know, we're talking about Thanksgiving in November and stuff like that. If you're interested in that, just reach out to your agent and they'll be able to hook you up. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, Hannah, do you have anything else for us this week? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much all, all I got for you. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to kind of diving into more of these topics as we go throughout mm-hmm. the month of November. Yeah. And um, other than that, again, um, we can also link the newsletter um, in the bio of this episode. So wherever you're listening, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, we'll uh, provide a link in the bio to the uh, newsletter. And also be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So Facebook at facebook.com backslash better living for Texans on Instagram and Twitter at better Texans. Um, you know, go ahead and share with us like in the comments or whatever it may be, you know, what is uh, maybe a, a Thanksgiving practice that you're looking to maybe incorporate or something you've always done that would maybe be a really great idea to share with other listeners um, and other followers on those social media pages. So we would love to hear from y'all. Um, and other than that, we will catch you next Wednesday talking about mindful eating. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank you. The USDA is an equal opportunity provider and employer. This material was funded by the USDA's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, SNAP.